Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm pleased to be back on the podcast this week after a week of not feeling well. And I got to tell you, feeling sick really throws you for a loop in terms of your energy and your productivity. So if anyone else is struggling with that, it's sort of flu season that time of year, I feel for you. And if you are feeling behind or feeling like a little bit low or energy or you're worried about not keeping up in your business or other things that you're doing, it's okay. Take time to rest and get well and you'll be able to pick back up again. But uh, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. Today I want to talk about what to do when you find yourself following instead of leading and one question or a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to bring you back into the leadership position. So when I talk about following, I want to talk about it in almost an accidental way, in an unintentional way or subconscious way. Sometimes we are going about life, we're going about business, and there's certain norms and expectations in society or in our daily lives or in our businesses or online that sort of set a path for you and can sort of guide you down a certain way of doing things. For example, if you want to start an online business, you usually start by creating a social media account, you start an Instagram page or something like that, and you start getting into business groups and learning from other entrepreneurs and you start following business coaches and other entrepreneurs who are doing similar things. And there's a certain set of norms that comes with that as you start to learn online business. You need to learn about content, you need to learn about sales, you need to learn about building community, how to market yourself online and all of those things. And while all of these things are necessary and true, you can sort of unintentionally fall into the way of doing these things like everyone else is doing, like the examples you see online. And you can kind of just kind of get into the flow of, well, this is what has worked for other people. I should learn that too. I should figure out how to do that too. And you kind of just fall into this. So I'm not saying that there isn't... um, good things to be learned from other people who have gone before you. Of course, people who are coaching and mentoring who are farther ahead, who can actually help you navigate and show you the way. I absolutely believe in hiring help and learning from people who are farther ahead. But especially if you're in the beginning and you haven't really found your footing yet, I'm wondering if this has gotten in your way where you feel like you're doing all the things 
you've taken all the free classes and you're downloading freebies, you're following people who have really good content and you're trying to implement the things that they're teaching and you haven't maybe stepped back to take a minute and ask yourself, is this what I want to do and am I doing these things? Am I approaching my actions in a really conscious way and am I if you're building a business for example to kind of stay with this example are you building your business in the way that you actually want to and that feels right for you or are you unintentionally sort of mimicking the path that's already been laid out that you see others taking and are you just kind of doing it unconsciously and if you are there's nothing wrong with that um, because part of it I think is sort of just the normal flow of how business works and I do this too but lately I've been reflecting about what it is I truly want the business that I truly want to build and what that feels like and what that looks like and I've needed to stop and step back and and ask myself some of those questions instead of just carrying on doing what I've been doing or doing what I think I should be doing based on what everyone online kind of tells you what to do. I hope this is making sense and that's why I wanted to talk about it today. I wanted to kind of dig into it a little bit deeper. I think when you step back and you take a moment to reflect and maybe this is something that you need to do every once in a while, maybe every quarter, every six months or every month or something like that, I think this needs to be a regular check-in with yourself to make sure you are on track with what it is that you truly want and that you are going in a direction that feels good for you and that seems to make sense for your life and not kind of copying what other people are doing. The reason I've been thinking about this is because of the end of 2023 coming up and talking a lot about planning for the new year and goals for next year is kind of top of mind right now. And we just held a planning session with a guest expert inside my private Facebook community where we talked about some of these things. And that's kind of what inspired this episode. And I wanted to take some of that reflection that is necessary before you start planning new goals and break it down for you here on this podcast. So thinking about where you want your business to go and thinking about your activities that you're doing right now, or it doesn't have to be business. It could be something else. It could be your career. It could be other goals that you have for your personal life or your family or for other things in your life. Are you clear about what you want and why you want them? Or are you doing them just because it seems like the thing to do and that's what everyone else is doing? Now, for example, I have seen this in other people and I've been there myself where say you start something you start a blog you start a project you start teaching yoga you start you know volunteering for something you start creating a group or you start doing something because at one point you thought it was a good idea it was something that you really wanted to do and you've put some time into it you've created it you've been giving it an honest solid try And at some point, you know that it's not really for you and you want to quit. But then part of you thinks you can't quit because you don't want to be a quitter. And you keep on going because it feels like that's the right thing to do. And this is what I mean by 
if you don't take a minute to step back and really check in with what you want, sometimes we find ourselves continuing to do things that truly aren't serving us and that we don't really want to do. But we're afraid to change for all kinds of reasons. We don't want to let people down. We don't want to appear that we've failed by stopping something or that feeling of, oh, we're, I'm quitting again. Or look at me, I'm starting something new again. I have sort of like, I can't, I'm not committed and I can't stick to things. You don't want to let yourself down. You've invested money in something and and you think, well, maybe I just haven't given it enough time yet. All these reasons. But if you know sort of in a deep core kind of gut level that it's just not what you want anymore, there's a lot of fear there. And that's why I think it's important to like number one, step back and reflect so you can become aware of that. And then number two, work on strengthening your ability and your trust in yourself to actually follow through and take an action to remedy the situation or change it or change direction or talk to someone about it or something like that in order to help move you through it so you're not stuck kind of in that limbo doing things. Now I find this is particularly difficult for those of us who are people pleasers and who have very high expectations on ourselves. I don't know if that's you, but I know I've felt that way. You feel like you hold yourself to a higher standard than others. You have a higher level of achievement that is required, that really it's just you who is putting those expectations on you. You have a higher level of perfection in terms of what you put out there that is necessary. It's it's okay for other people to make mistakes, but it's not okay for you to make mistakes. All of these kind of like black or white kind of traits or things that are quite harsh that we hold on ourselves can really stop you from quitting things or changing direction or making a pivot or not doing things any longer that aren't serving you. So I hope there's something in there that is helpful. So this is what can happen when you feel like you're just following. You're following, you're kind of like the train has left the station and here I am, I'm just doing the motions, I'm going through things, I'm putting out the content, I'm doing the thing or whatever I'm doing. But I'm wondering, is this what I really want anymore? So a really good way to kind of step back is to ask yourself this question, what would I love to create? So if imagine you had a blank slate, doesn't matter whatever it is that you've done so far, the money you've spent so far, the time you've spent so far building X, Y, or Z, or whatever it is, I want you to give yourself permission, find a piece of paper or even just some quiet time to think about this or take a walk or something. Imagine you're clearing that slate. It's completely blank. It's a fresh start if you want, and there's no shame and no guilt and no anything um, on your mind. And you ask yourself, what would I love to create? So whether that's a business, whether it's career, something around your house, it's a project, it's something creative for yourself, it's a trip for your family, or it's a a new house you want to live in, or it's something like that. What would I love to create for my life? What would I love to create for others, for the person that I'm trying to help? What would I like to create for my family? And I find this is such a powerful question to get you out of, I don't know what to do. Instead, what would I love to create? And then the second part of that question, once you've you know thought about it, maybe written some things down, is to ask yourself, why? Why do I want these things? Why are they important to me? What will they bring 
to the world? What will they bring to my life? And I love taking time to actually journal about these these questions and give yourself that reality check-in so that you can make sure you are leading what you want out of your life. And this is part of what I mean by leading quietly, that you don't have to tell anyone else that you're kind of doing this self-reflection. It's more of a personal private exercise. If you have someone that you like talking about this stuff with, by all means, go for it. But this is a way for you to kind of take a little bit more of that leadership position, that power, the agency that you have, and get yourself back on a track that you actually want to be on. It's a chance for you to have a check-in and see maybe there's just parts of something that you're doing that you're doing kind of out of alignment that don't feel like you. Even if, for example, say you had a business and things are going okay, there's parts of it that you like and parts of it that you don't, and you take a step back and do this exercise and think, what would I love to create for your business? And some of what you come up with might be the things you're actually doing right now. And if so, fantastic. It means you're in alignment. And then if there's parts of it that are out of alignment or you're, you don't like doing and they're not absolutely essential, I mean, there's some caveats to this. Maybe we don't love doing our finances or we don't love doing sort of admin tasks or something like that. And if it's a necessary part of business, well, you have to do certain things. But I mean, say you are doing monthly networking calls or you're doing an email list and you really hate writing emails and it's just not in alignment with who you are. It feels like wasted energy. And yet sort of the industry tells you emails are so important. You need to have emails. I, I'm not telling you not to write them, but I mean, ask yourself, is this something that I really want to be doing. And if they're necessary to your business, how can you find a way to get some help with them? Maybe it's a task that you can delegate to someone else so that you're not spending your good energy and your good time doing that. I don't know if that is a good um, example because email is pretty essential to business, but I hope you understand my point. This feeling of why am I doing the things that I'm doing? And am I doing them in a way that feels right for me, that I am enjoying, that I find exciting, that I find um, that give me energy? Or am I just sort of going through the motions and doing all these things it, because I think it's expected of me? So that's what I wanted to get across today is just encouragement to check in with yourself, do a little bit of reflection. Now might be the time as we approach the end of the year, whether or not you're into goal planning or not, or you care if you you know, have new goals at, at the start of a new year or not, when the time feels right, make sure you're stepping back, taking a look at what you're working on and seeing how you're feeling about it. So to, to sum up today, I hope that you'll take some time with your journal or on a walk or do some thinking about what you really want, what you would love to create. Another good question that I've heard and I learned from powerhouse women, Lindsay Schwartz, I'll give her the credit. She is an amazing speaker and community builder. If you haven't heard of her, I'll put her information in the show notes and you should definitely join her community. She poses the question, what do I wish existed? And whatever that is, if it doesn't or it doesn't exist in the way that you could see it, you could sort of visualize it being, then 
it is your opportunity before you to create it. So in the it's sort of like another way of asking, what would I love to create? So I hope that this is helpful to you and I hope there's something in here that you'll take away, get in your thinking, what I really want for you, my quiet, my introverts, my women who have big professional goals and big dreams that you want to do something that means something you want fulfillment, you want to actually provide value to people. You don't want to just have a business or just call yourself a coach just to make money. I know that you want more than that. I know you want to deliver true value to people and truly help people. And I know that you do want to make money and I totally support that. We all do. We all want that flexibility, that financial freedom, that time freedom. And what I want for you is to actually be taking action towards these big professional goals and dreams and some of them might be personal too i tend to say professional because that is the area of expertise that i kind of bring to lead quietly it is about your career it is about your business but i know that you can't always separate personal and professional but whatever it is that you really want that legacy you want to create that thing that you want more of in your life that Thing you want to create to help others or to serve others i want for you to take it from thinking into reality i don't want overthinking fear worry about what other people think fear of criticism fear of failure high expectations on yourself or feeling shy and uncertain and not wanting to put yourself out there online and particularly if you think that you have to look a certain way or you have to talk a certain way in order to be noticed, in order to be effective or successful. I want you to be able to move into action towards your big goals despite all of those things and not seeing any of those things as roadblocks that will hold you back forever. I want you to see your quiet traits and your quieter strengths as really good assets that allow you to be a leader. You don't have to be loud in order to lead. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be the most dominant person in the room to be doing something. And it all starts with leading yourself. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's about leading yourself, doing this reflection to make sure you're not kind of caught in the following of just going through the motions and doing what you think you're supposed to be doing. This is the very first tiny step that you can take to start leading yourself and feeling more empowered. And that's what I want for you. So I hope you found something of value in this episode. And before I sign off, I wanted to give one last example. What I always wanted and what I dreamt about for the longest time was to find people to have more meaningful and deeper conversations with about professional topics especially for how many hours you spend in the workplace especially if you're in a corporate position or a nine-to-five or some other kind of job where you work for someone else i struggled for the longest time feeling like i was spending so much time all of my good energy so many hours a day working for someone else and around other people that you don't really get to choose who your coworkers are who your boss is or any of those things and wishing to be able to have deeper conversations. I wanted to talk about things like personal development or mindset or how your feelings kind of 
come into play at work and I'm kind of bridge that line between professional and personal and I wanted to make professional life deeper and more substantial. I really craved that for a long time. I was tired of just going to work, doing the task and then going home and thinking, is that it? Is that all there is in terms of fulfillment and professional contribution? And I found that that was missing and so I started to create it. So this is sort of my example of this very topic of today's episode. I created my brand. I created my Instagram account. I created this podcast to have deeper conversations and talk about things that I feel um, that matter or that matter to me. And I hope they matter to you too. I created my private Facebook community. I created my email list. I created relationships with real women that I've met online through networking groups, through other Facebook groups, through being in programs. And I went out and I sought it out and I created this container for deeper conversation and to find more meaning and fulfillment. So that's my example. And if you want to know any more about any of those things, you can find my information in the show notes. I would love to have you as a a member of my community. I would love to get to know you and actually um, learn about you. And I mean that for real, not just as I want to have a certain number of people in my group. This is part of what I wanted to create. I wanted to create something that felt personal and felt really inclusive and that it was friendly. So imagine that you walk into the group and everyone says, hi, so-and-so, and and we're so glad to have you here. And we really mean it. You're not just like one of many inside a giant Facebook group or something like that. That's what I wanted to create. And I went ahead and did it. It Took me a long time and I had to get off of my couch. I had to get out of my head. I had to be brave. I had to put myself in new situations. I had to invest in things. I had to sign up for programs. I had to join groups and put myself in rooms. I had to listen to a lot of podcasts and read books and get myself in a good positive frame of mind. And I am way further down this road and I feel a lot more fulfilled and a lot more meaning in my overall life, especially in my professional life that I always wanted. And the future looks really bright because of all of this talk of planning. I've been doing some really good planning for Lead Quietly for next year and I'm very excited about the things that are to come. So you hear more about that in the upcoming episodes and as we roll into the new year of 2024. I want to serve the quiet and introverted women out there even better. I want to connect with you more and I want to help you more. So I'm really excited about some of the things that I have in the works for 2024. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you took something away. As always, I would love it if you would tag me, take a screenshot, tag me at Lead Quietly on Instagram or send me a DM if that's more your style of something that you took away. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.